but we don't want to just like pull shit out of our ass. But yeah, also kind of what I just did. Um, women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay. Hi, hello, welcome. How are you? Oh, if that's an actual question, horribly. I'm doing horribly. I'm stressed out, but here we are. Women can't parlay. <laughs> yeah. Would this be women can't parlay if we weren't stressed out? You know what? No. I mean, seems to be a running fucking theme. God. God. I don't know what's worse, stress or the horrific sound of my voice last week. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe... Maybe we haven't lost all of our listeners yet, and we have a few that we can hang on to this week. I don't know. Although yeah. my voice is still broken, it's not done. It's not better. Yeah, it's still not a hundred percent. Yeah, it's call it eighty percent. Like on the man scale, I'm still like Husky. I think seventy percent <laughs> man in my voice. That's hilarious. Which I'm usually running at a solid fifty. <laughs> Like I, 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 did I say that on the pod last week? Like somebody legit had called me, sir, like (laughs) Tuesday on the phone. And I was like, that's great. I I didn't even correct them. Like, (laughs) sure. What can I help you with? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, obviously, as we've said, this is women can't parlay. I'm Jess. I am rainy. Gross, this is episode 66. It's I guess it's all it's all relative. Like it's cursed from the beginning. Yeah, no freaking shit. Oof. Yeah. But <laughs> what fun, fun with numbers tomorrow is 2222. So, oh, that is tomorrow. Or 22222, sorry. So that's something um fun to look forward to. Yeah, it's also perfect because it's Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Yes. Which is funny because my coworkers and I were just talking about planning a happy hour because we haven't gone in a while. And I was like, well, we usually do like Thursdays, but it's supposed to get wintry again, okay. maybe tomorrow or Wednesday. So I was like, I guess yeah. maybe we could go tomorrow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, I'll be in San Antonio all week. So I'm like, what a perfect place to be for Taco Tuesday on oh, Tuesday 22. Yeah. 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 The home of probably like some of the greatest tacos around. Hells yeah. So very pumped. And I'm already anticipating like a pitcher of margaritas for myself. Oh, love that for you. Yes, me too. Uh, I don't really drink margaritas anymore. I I used to drink them a lot, but they're just too acidic for me. Fair. I'm not a big tequila person. Oof, I, I love tequila. Yeah. I just, I feel like it's just my least favorite. I mean, I'll drink it. It's just, it's too much. I, I can only have like one margarita. It's too much after that. Yeah, I have to really stick to skinny margaritas if I want to have more than like yeah. one. Um, yeah. Or I'd have to do like tequila with a splash of something like, and then I just get way too drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I got to be careful. I love tequila though. Um, which I don't know why, but I saw this today. I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but very much encompasses like 
conversation, we have this conversation often. Um, after having Facebook for almost two decades, it just becomes a platform to wish people happy birthday and remind you that on this day, 12 years ago, you were really weird. Yeah, no, it's literally it. Like I've been trying to delete my Facebook for like 10 years now. Yeah. And it's so funny that you bring that up because even just last night I was Googling, like, how do I like delete everything on it, but like still stay active mainly because of like, and this sounds so stupid, but just like the dumb, like event and not dumb, but like the events and parties and things that people will, you know, invite you to on there. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, people. I don't even mean like important house parties. I mean, like charity events that like from our hometown that I don't want to like not know about so I can like donate and be a part of them. Like that's the only thing that's like keeping Keeping me attached to Facebook. No, it's, I literally just get on there and click away my notifications that somehow are still active on there, but I don't know why I do it. Cause then I just get super cringed out and I'm like, you should just delete that. And then I never do and rinse repeat. So yeah, nope. I'm with you. I am so with you, but I have turned off all of those like reminder time hoppy things. I don't get those so much anymore. Um, but randomly people will share them and I'm tagged in them and I'm like, Jesus Christ, can we not? Can we stop all communication past Facebook posts? I just can't imagine growing up. Like, I feel like we grew up in a time that's like. We looked out. We look, we look like we're kind of in the middle, right? I feel like if there, if there were the, the social media things available today that there are when I was like a child mm-hmm. and, or like teenager, I would have killed myself a long time ago. Absolutely. Like done and done. But I would, you know, I feel like we were in a halfway point between like knowing times before the internet and then getting to live through the birth of the internet. So like, we're not, at least we know and can evolve to it a little bit better, maybe than like, that's how I feel That's generations why- above us. But like, I can't imagine growing up with what these kids grow up with now. That's why I feel like we lucked out because we're on the, like, we grew up as children, like going to play, like the outside. sun is you're outside. Then the sun goes down. You better be home or you're fucking. Yeah. Lamppost comes on. You come, uh, you come eat dinner. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. So we're not like spoiled in that sense, but then we did get the internet and email and things like that. Like mine was more high school, college, blah, blah, blah. But like, so yeah, we kind of like learned a little bit with it. So we're not super yeah. dumb caps, but we're not as fluent in it as like my 14 year old niece, for example, but thank God. Yeah. The only one thing I wish we had that for was so I could still have the NCA cheerleader dances like on a oh, DVD. I have them, but not on DVD. I have a DVD of one of 2004, 2000. Oh, I didn't know any of those. Wait, 2000. And it's like, if it's three or below, 
I'll take it. <laughs> what? No, it would have been 2000. No, it would have been probably like 2001. Dope. That was a good year. It was a good year. It was the, I mean, I can tell you exactly which one it is. It's the one where. Uh, Justin Timberlake. No, it's the one where it's like, what was the, what was that dance called? Um, was it the advanced dance or the funk dance? The advanced dance, which, which, and it was like, oh, you go girl. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Yeah, that one. Was that the advanced dance? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, and then the, so. and then the other one was like, yeah, no, that was it. It was the advanced dance. That was the advanced dance, yeah. Yes, I have that, and I have that on DVD. Uh, I'm going to need you to have that into a copy for me. In our hometown, so I'll have to... First, I'll have to find... See, here's the problem. I have it on DVD. I'm going to have to find a computer that has a DVD slot so I can burn it for you. I can figure that out. <laughs> but I will get it at German. It's funny though, because I'm with you because I also found recently and I thought I shared it with you a Facebook account that had like okay. But I like I recently tried to go back and find them and like couldn't. I really well, but I forgot the name and then I was doing like 50 things at once and I made a note. I think you can find a lot of them on YouTube, to be honest. And yes, we can have a slumber party where we go back and learn them all i'm in okay you don't even have to ask next time that's what we're doing next time i'm there my god that would be so fun i'm excited dead and dead at that yeah it'll be a good workout and we're gonna live in the year 1994 where there's no cameras when we do that yeah there will not be a ring camera or a tick do not expect this to be on tiktok Oh, well, you can expect it all you want, but it ain't going to be there. Yeah. I will not be subjecting myself to that. No, but that makes me very excited. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Love it. It looks like it's going to rain. Um, I think it's going to here too. <clears throat> grody. Yeah. This weekend sucked. Um, I'm very much already missing football. <gasps> yeah. I mean, Oh, I don't even know. It's like all of a sudden I can breathe because I had that surgery and I, it's like, I almost don't even. Congratulations. Thank you. I know. But it's like, I can't remember what it's like to not to like be as breathing as badly as I was. And it's only been a week, which is crazy. That's how I feel about football. I'm like, I don't remember a time that there wasn't football and I'm severely depressed by it. Yeah, no, I, it was a a tough weekend because like, not only am I still broken and not healed from my like sickness and travel journey over the last two weeks. But then there wasn't any like football to look forward to. Cause like Sunday, you know, obviously August to January, I have like rituals. Like it's like I get up, I make, you know, some kind of crock pot, like chicken dip or something and like get ready to watch all the games and like, clean my house and do, you know, it's like, that was all, you know, and I structure my entire day around like at noon, I, you know, watch these games. And then at halftime I do this and it's like, I have it all. Yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm a routine person. I'm a, I'm a weird, like routine gal. So like now my routine is shot to hell because I have nothing to like plan my day around. 
I know. I have to start like working out on Sundays or something like gross. Yeah. I'll find something else to do besides that. But, um, (laughs) we did go to, uh, I will too. (laughs) We did go to a brewery yesterday that had a, um, like, a. I guess every year they have this like tiny music fest where they have like a headliner and then like two openers. Um, But anyway, you just kind of like go and drink and eat and hang out. And then there's live music. And I'm here to tell you, I haven't been to live music in so long. And it was everything my soul needed on a Sunday without football and like just with the last two years. So I actually had an awesome weekend. I love that for you. And when you say sentences like that, it makes me be like, that is the what joy. That's the joy that would come of like us living in the same town. Oh, yeah. We don't and I need that in my life. Well, come on. <laughs> don't tempt me. I know. If uh, I could find a fucking house for less than a million dollars ever yeah. anywhere, I would. I know. What a shit like, world is Jesus right Christ. How do people live? I don't know. I literally don't either. Renters. Um, but yeah, also- that is what was cool about Nashville is I was kind of in the same boat. You know, everywhere you go in Nashville has live music. And it was like, holy shit. It's been so long since I've gone anywhere and heard live music ever. Like, so awesome. But I know made Um, me really miss it. And, you know, our boys Turnpike getting back together. We probably needed like find a show to go to, but. I don't know if it's my old age or what, but I just know all their shows are going to be a shit show. I know that's how I feel too. Um, And also the ones that they announced here, like I literally couldn't go to any of them. So I was like, well, I have less FOMO because I couldn't have gone even one or two. So I haven't looked into it. I know like their first show is at that. uh, What's that famous place that. Oh, in Kane Canes in Tulsa. Is it? I thought it was in. I don't know. I'm gonna fuck it. I. It's definitely it. Tulsa where they're going because I looked at it and I love Tulsa, so I would 100% go there and see them. And I'm pretty sure it is Kane's Ballroom. But either way, we'll find time. We'll see them again. Definitely. I just missed the days before anybody knew who they were except us, and we. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I have forced myself on their bus. Good shit. Should yeah. we talk about sports? No. <laughs> just kidding no I, we are talking about sports that whole thing started because i'm like i'm sad football's over no um but yeah no you're you're right i just like i just feel so out of place and so like out of touch with everything because i've been down for the count i agree I feel like i don't need to repeat myself but i just haven't been able to like keep up with Twitter, any social media and anything that's going on in the world. And that's just me being honest and transparent. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There isn't. We had a pretty fucking stiff, if you will, football season. Yeah. So that was a lot. Yeah. Um, what was yeah if it weren't for me it causing us to have to skip episodes, it's like, this is when you and I should be taking a break from the pod, but we had to take breaks like unnecessarily, well, necessarily, but not at a good time. So it's like, we'll take, I feel like this is just going to be like our vacation episode of 
this podcast. I don't know. Well, good. Well, I have a question then if you can help me understand the PGA stuff. Oh, golf. You want to talk golf? Yeah. Just golf. Golf. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, tell me what's going on there with Bryce. I saw his Bryson's tweet yesterday. Yeah. So I'll preface this by nobody come at me when I, all these facts are wrong. I don't claim to be an expert. I know from like reading a little and assuming a lot. So, um, this is going to be very like non-factual layman's terms, but basically there's this super golf league out of Saudi Arabia. Like I think Saudi Arabia, like is basically like funding this huge effort to like compete with the PGA and they have reached out to like most all of the PGA, like big wig, big, big time players and have offered them multi, multi million dollar salaries. So like $135 million. (laughs) Right. Bryson DeChambeau, for example, reportedly $135 million a year. Now, mind you, keep in or keep in mind that why that is so significant is because in the world of golf, you don't really get paid or really make any kind of money until you start winning big tournaments, big tournaments, which are, there's only a handful of them a year, whatever it is. I mean, we've all seen happy Gilmore, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, there's only so many tournaments you can even win at. Um, And then, you know, once you start winning or you make a name for yourself, then there's larger sponsorship opportunities available, but that's kind of been a big problem or opportunity complaint with golf and that sport. And specifically with the PGA is like, they don't have any type of salary. And it's so hard, I guess, to like break through that ceiling, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very like, tempting and lucrative offer for this other country to just come out of the woodwork and be like, Hey, you know what? We'll give you $135 million a year. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically the premise. Like they want to build this, which didn't they try this shit with soccer? Like, I don't know. Um, like I think so. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. And I don't really know like the status of that. Um, but Fortunately for the PGA, the people who have been asked or offered this money have declined and have said, we're sticking with the PGA. Yeah. The PGA is going to have to take this and really figure out a different structure and a different strategy. Because it's probably not going away as well. Well, yeah, it's not going to go away and it's too difficult right now, the barriers of entry for golf to be, for you to be successful at it full time is very hard. Yeah. So. Interesting. I'll be keeping my eye on that to see. Obviously nothing soon will happen, but I can't imagine it's going to go anywhere. So. Yeah. And I think I, I feel for these players. I mean, I know no one wants to hear this, but I do think there's some, similarities in what these get what these men are screaming about is very similar to like 
a lot of the issues that we're hearing with like a lot of like the female women in sports and like what they struggle with. Like they play and they work so hard for their sport. And it's an expensive expensive sport. It's not like you can just go. Well, golf is especially. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Golf is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they are supposed to figure out somehow to like feed their families and live their lives, but like still play the sport that they love. And like, it, it becomes very difficult. And I'm in no way saying that like the PGA doesn't, you know, I'm in no way like trying to compare this sport to that sport, but it just seems about time. Like, I don't know what, I don't know the ins and outs of golf, right? I need somebody to explain all those, but I feel like it feels like an association that hasn't really changed a lot in the last, however long it's been around. And maybe it's just time for that. Like it's time for a change. Yeah. Well, I, I, I definitely can assume it's a difficult thing to navigate because yeah, it's golf and it's not the same as other sports either in, in its structure. And, um, that makes it very difficult, but we also know the PGA isn't just like this non-profitable organization. Yeah. So it's like a, I think there's a push and a pull that there needs to be more let up from the PGA itself. So that's kind of the gist. Like I said, I don't want to pretend to be an expert, but it's just, you know, it's funny. One of the, like, one, you know, I, one of the like sports that I think even in our first episode that I said, I think is like one we will never hardly ever talk about is golf. Yeah. And it's probably like one of the top sports we've covered. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like that's mostly due to like Bryson and freaking Brooks. Yeah. It's definitely due to the drama of golf. Like there's just been a lot of drama. Yeah. Drama. Drama. Drama, drama, drama. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my rundown of that. Um, uh, 99% of that could be inaccurate. Well, that's okay. We're learning. Yes. And I didn't read anything about it. So I just wanted a bird's eye view. So thank you. Yeah. No, I like that. We're just having that conversation on the pod. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, what else? You want to pick a topic next? <laughs> um, yeah, we can do that. We can do it that way. Um, I, I feel like, again, we've missed so many things. And there's still so many things that I want to dive into. I'm just not ready to yet. And that's it. Like, I think, you know, big things have happened that we have not covered and I want to cover them. So if we don't talk about them today, I think we will in the future. So like everyone just know that. So I'm trying to think there's a couple of things that I had for us. One thing that I think is easy that we could cover maybe as I don't think we have is the Sean Payton movie that I think we both watched. So we just like never talked about. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I, well, I think it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Once I realized like, more you it know because serious movie exactly we talked about that on the podcast like earlier this year I think like 
I, for some reason, at first got the impression that it was some major biopic, like, and that's why everyone was so mad about the Kevin James thing. And then once I like realized, oh no, this is like an Adam Sandler, like kind of gimmicky movie or whatever. I was like, oh, like whatever, no pressure. So I think that's the problem, right? Is like, I'm glad my expectations were lowered totally into it because there's a there's a lot of hate on that movie and i'm like well it's probably because you went into it with too high of expectation yeah but even so to me and maybe this is just me because i'm a very big adam sandler fan but even if i thought because you're right i also thought whenever i first saw like just the inklings of it and not a real preview i was like holy shit this is like a serious like like scripted documentary type thing. I'm like, that's awesome. But then even if I would have, and I don't know, hindsight's 2020, but like, even if I would have thought that while watching the movie, I think 15 minutes in, I would be like, mm, I was wrong. That's yeah. Like you would get the like gist. But like, yeah. It's not yeah. a serious, it's not a serious movie. Like no. a, a lot of it is probably based on facts, right? Like it's Argyle that he's coaching at, but really it was Liberty Christian. Like there's different things that aren't, yeah true that are in there like it's a fucking fiction so anyway anybody that has an issue with it i just think is like yeah you're taking life way too seriously bro i thought it was cute like again low expectation i thought it was funny because my brother was texting me about it and he was like (coughs) (coughs) sorry hold on jess isn't used to muting like i am Oh, I'm so ready to be done with this. I have bronchitis if nobody can put that together. Um, my brother was texting me. He was like pissed off. So he's like, what the fuck? They're trying to like make Argyle or Liberty Christian out to be this like shithole team. He was like, that's not fair. They're like the richest fucking school in the state of Texas. And uh, their stadium is like, better than most like high school stadiums and shit yeah. and he's like they're fucking good he's like we played them i'm like yeah i know it's true but that wouldn't have made for a good film if they were no. like it's really you know awesome like yeah they're like sean payton got kicked out of the nfl for a year and went and coached at like a super rich school like what kind of a story is that yeah yeah but i did find it hilarious because like sean payton was you know, not only was he promoting it, he made a cameo in it. Yeah, I did. And I'm like, Sean Payton, like, pretty okay with them, like, portraying him as a terrible father. I know. Like, I was, all right. Maybe he was. I did some serious Googling after that. because I was like, okay, what does his son really look like? What's their relationship? Yeah. Like, obviously, I didn't find a ton, but there's a lot of pictures of them together. So he obviously, yeah. maybe that was how it was at the beginning. Like, that would be kind of vulnerable. I, I mean, who knows? I'm sure there was certain like grains of truth in there, but I know like I saw where his daughter actually, like his eldest daughter is the one who actually like had put the little docu, like it was like a little like few minute documentary, I think that ESPN aired. And mm-hmm. I think that's what really sparked this movie. Nice. Uh, which her, I don't even think his like eldest daughter was like portrayed in the movie at all. No, it literally it it seemed like he just had one kid in the movie. 
Yeah, or maybe like a couple, or maybe like, yeah, I can't even remember now. Um, But yeah, it it definitely was weird on that front. Like I said, it kind of made him out to be like a bad dad. And I was like, odd that he was so comfortable with that. But in a way, it just kind of made me like, feel like I like Sean Payton. Like, he's a chill guy, and he can look back at this. Yeah. Now, terrible if, like, he really was putting a bounty on fucking people. Yeah. But the fact that he can look back and have a laugh and, like, enjoy this, like, movie being made in fun of what happened, I like that. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. you have your board on a weekend night and you haven't watched it. It's, like, just a cute, dumb little, like, don't take it seriously <laughs> movie. Also... Kind of a family movie. Resurrection of Taylor Lautner or no? Like, not resurrection, but like, has he been around? I know. I was kind of shocked to see him in it. Honestly, I didn't get it. Um, I was like, am I just dead, brain dead with movies? Or has he been like gone for a while and then like randomly came back for this? Yeah, that's a random choice. Um. Cause also yeah, it's not like, it I didn't was, hate it. I was just like, has he been actively acting and I don't know about it? No, I don't think so. Which is makes it a weird thing to me that he would come back on this because straight up, like it's nobody else besides, and, and they put Kevin James as him, but I'm like, literally anybody could have been cast for any of these yeah. like roles in this movie because nobody matters except for Sean Payton. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> so, which I think, I mean, I think it makes sense. Like, you know, a junior high coach is going to be like a young broke, like absolutely kids right out of college, got like a kinesiology degree or some shit. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, I, I guess it makes sense. It was just funny. Cause I was like, Oh, Hey Taylor Lautner. Like what's been going on? Yeah, I know. I'm like Twilight that I think like Valentine's Day or one of those type movies. Yeah, like dated Taylor Swift and then like fell off the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and I say that unknowingly, but me neither, but that's it. Go watch it. It was cute. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't hate it. Like, but again, it's not, it's not going to win any fucking Emmys or no. not Emmys. That's not the right one. Great. No. Which one's movies. Isn't it Emmys? Is it Emmys? I thought that was television. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Oscars. Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Not going to be Oscar worthy. No, definitely not. Definitely. Jesus Christ. Got to get my life together. No. Um, all right. Your turn. <laughs> um. Well, I can't not bring this up, but like, have you heard any of the Kyler Murray drama? So that's one of those that's like, yes, I've heard about it. I know like 0.0% about what's going on with it. And it's one of those that I want to talk about, but I feel like, but we can try to talk about it. I just don't know. No, I just, I for sure just wanted to bring it up and say like the first thing I saw come out was just, I told you so. I've always freaking said, maybe not always, but like Kyler Murray, his talent is undeniable. He's a freaking good football player, right? But there's always been this thing where I, I don't know if 
how he is reacting, like his mannerisms, his like body. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Words aren't in my head today. Um, not movements. Hmm. Like characteristics. So I like, like you said that already. Like, like how he, oh my God. Jesus mannerisms. God. Mannerisms, but like, you know, like his body language, Christ. Oh, okay. Um, like all of that stuff. I don't know. I don't know him. All I can see is like him through the TV and how he always reacts to things makes me think he is like a spoiled, pretentious, like I'm the best. Everybody around me needs to do better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I've just always kind of had that feeling and I've said it a lot, but then this came out and I was like, holy shit, is he? Because it was just like somebody like coming out or like the not NFL, but like a bunch of people were tweeting and saying all this stuff about whatever. And I'm like, Oh, it's just like a rumor. And then JJ Watt like tweeted that video, which was weird. And then Tyler Murray came out and was like, you know, basically being like, you know, I'm not planning on going anywhere because the whole thing was around like him being traded because he's immature and blah, blah, blah. And again, wouldn't be shocked. But then he came out with his whole statement about like, working on himself and like, he's not planning on going anywhere and he's working on himself and just trying to, you know, learn more how to whatever. So I just, I think that I was maybe right about him, but I don't really know. And I'll, yeah, I think he has an attitude problem. Well, I'll tell you, I feel like I'm in a very similar space where he's very talented. I want to root for him and support him because he's obviously a North Texas native Yes, and all that jazz, but the moment where these all of the things you just said happened for me is when he was like coming out trying to pretend like he was never a cowboy fan. And I'm like, listen, yo, like <laughs> I get it. Maybe you're too young and you were right on the cusp of like missing the glory days. Yeah. But you're still young enough and still grew up in the area to where you there's no way you are not in that realm of that world. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. And if you are, it just is hard for me as a Cowboy fan growing up at DFW, knowing that you're not. Well, he, the thing is, is even after he said that, like pictures came out of him as a kid at the game wearing a jersey. Yeah. So it's like, as much as maybe that doesn't mean he's like a diehard Cowboy fan, fine. But I'm just like, I didn't like that. Like, you know, you're from this area and like, I don't know, it just didn't sit well with me. And it's not like he's come out to then like defend where he is a diehard fan of like, I get it. You're a Cardinal. You play for the Cardinals, but like, don't pretend like you didn't grow up loving football. So like, what were you a fan of then? Like explain it. Yeah. Don't, instead he was just denying it. And I'm like, that's just you trying to be like, fuck the Cowboys. And I don't appreciate that. Well, yeah. And how weird, why would you choose that? Like you're from here, you have people rooting for you. Yeah. Now probably lost that fan base. And well, it certainly soured my, like my taste for him. Yeah. As a, a, he's a North Texas guy. Yeah. And again, like he doesn't have to be a fraud. Like he doesn't have to say like, I like the Cowboys just as he grew up here, but like, no, I don't want him to lie about his fandom, but like, I just get the vibe that that's what he did because it was very fair weathery to me in that, 
Oh, well, if the Cowboys were good, you wouldn't, you would have no problem being like, yeah, I'm a Cowboy fan. But he was like, I was never a Cowboy fan. They sucked. Like, ew. um, I just don't believe you. And then again, pictures surfaced of him as a child at the game in Cowboy gear. So, like, I just didn't really, that moment didn't sit well with me. Yeah, fair. I just think he has an attitude problem. And I don't really know. I just know that like the people I grew up with playing sports, the ones that had attitude problems, it like and played selfishly were like literally look exactly like the shit that he does. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know him. He could just be going through some stuff that we don't know about. I don't freaking know, but I don't like his attitude. And I hope it changes because he's really good at football. Right. And I mean, it's one of those things too, where, you know, I get that these celebrities are human and I do think that there's a level of like when the mass media and fans, you know, interfere too much and get too critical. And there's a line that, you know, we should try to not cross. Yeah. But in that same breath, they're in the public eye. And when they go do things like unfollow everything, everybody on their team and like the whole organization and stuff like that, it's like, you're asking for this shit to be talked about. Yeah. So like waiting for you to do something to talk about it. Like you can't do things like that and then get mad when people talk about it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's also a sign of like, a very ridiculous immaturity issue. Yeah. Like because that's, that's like me done. getting into a fight with you and then like unfollowing you. Yeah. Like, come on. I know. Well, and that's the push and pull, right. Of being famous, whether it's actor or, you know, an athlete or whatever, it is a hard, it's hard. And, you know, like there's this whole debate on both sides of it where people are like, oh, well, you get paid so much money. You should deal with everything. And then other people are like, I shouldn't have to deal with this. Like, it doesn't matter how much money I make. And I'm somewhere in the middle where it's like, if you're at this level of stardom, like you do kind of have to expect to be, you're in the limelight, like whether you want to be or not. And there have been people that have navigated that very well. So like, it's possible, but it definitely, it does suck. And if you don't have the right people around you helping you, and if you don't have the right attitude about it or whatever, it can be very detrimental to yourself and the people around you. But yes, it is hilarious to me when people do shit like that and then be like, well, why is this such a big deal? Or why did this, whatever? And it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's actually a good segue into one thing that I feel like we have to talk about, which is this whole Brittany Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes thing, because I feel like that that is like a interesting parallel to kind of what we're dealing with here. So, like, I want to get your thoughts on all the stuff that's like recently come out about it. Yeah. So I don't know that I know all of it, but I, well, I mean, I I think there's two big things. So I'll let you. Okay. So one was. And I honestly don't know which one came out before the other, but the way I heard it was some source saying that via Patrick Mahomes, his fiance and brother were not going to be at Chiefs game moving Chiefs games moving forward because, you know, his conversation with them was you're, you know, kind of bad for my brand right now and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
And then the whole video at the tech basketball game of him supposedly saying, telling her she has resting bitch face for reacting to it. So I'm like, she definitely, I'm pretty confident in my lip reading and maybe it's because I, they said that's what she said. So I'm like, it does look like she definitely said bitch for resting bitch face. Um, But I can't, I don't, I can't tell. So are those the two things you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two things. That I feel so, like we have to discuss. Yeah. So I didn't vet out the Mahomes is not coming to the games anymore. I haven't vetted that out at all. So I don't know how truthful it is. And we also have a full off season before that starts again. And anything can happen between now and then. Like yeah. she's the mother of his child. They're going to be married at some point. Like it's his brother. It's his blood. Like people can grow up over a summer. Like, I don't know. Shit can change, but yeah. No, I think it's, I think on that front, it's like funny because I, A, I'll say like, obviously somebody, like you said, sourced it, but we don't know. And like Patrick even like recently tweeted something that was like, y'all just be out here lying, but he didn't directly address which what he's referring to, blah, blah, blah. So it's an interesting dynamic in that that source is like quoting Patrick directly yeah. And like, that's an interesting dynamic that I would love to like look more into as to like, okay, wow. But yeah. I think it is funny because I did call that happening in that I knew once the season was over yeah. that they were going to get a talking to not. And I, and I think that's where things get fishy because a, I will never believe that somebody told them they're not allowed to go to the games. Yeah, I mean, in no world is that happening. Now, are they going to have to go to the games in a different way? Like, I think maybe, like, maybe it'll have to be very undertoned, very like, yeah, we're you're not going to get this like spotlight box or whatever. I don't know how you, I don't know how you like lessen that, yeah, that spotlight, but I certainly think I for the for somebody to pretend like, they're not going to be allowed to go to the games. It's just ridiculous. Like, like you said, that's his mother of his child, basically wife and brother. They're going to the fucking game. Now, what I do think is factual is that there was a, a, there was a meeting. Absolutely. Either his PR team and, or the chiefs PR team and like organization is like, we got to defuse this shit. This is a bad look for Kansas City. This is a bad look for the Chiefs. This is a bad look for your brand. Yeah. Because that's just PR. And what whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it, they're catching flack. Regardless of the truth, it's what people think. And that's what PR is. So it's just funny because I think I said that in an episode where I was like, yeah, there's certainly going to be meetings yeah. That are going to address this after the season's over. Yeah. Which I think the, the um, common denominator here is immaturity um, because obviously both Brittany and Jackson seem to be pretty immature, meaning like they're both young. They all still. are. Everyone in this scenario young. is young twenties. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember how I was in my 20s. Fuck yeah. Um, definitely very passionate for sure. Like, even thinking about this, putting myself in her shoes, like, 
at my very small level, if somebody was at all attacking any part of my guys, you know, anything game or personality or whatever, or even like a family member of mine, like sister or whatever, I would probably lose my mind. And again, thankful we didn't have social media back then because there would probably a lot of be a lot of proof about. Hello. We didn't even date celebrities and we're sitting here talking about our disgusting time hops. So like, it's the same thing. Like, exactly. So it's like, I just, it's, it's unfortunate for them because obviously Patrick's got it figured out or like, he seems to be more of like a laid back personality than those two. And he's figuring it out and he stays pretty calm and like level-headed, right? Like in, yeah. at in least limelight, at least in the eye of the media, right. the mass in fan the bases of, right. you know, for sure. We may so, have it all wrong, but for whatever reason, the public opinion in the perception in the court of public opinion, Patrick is this poor guy that's like, needs rescued from his brother and his sister which or his brother and his fiance which i'll be honest given the tech basketball game situation like i was already kind of like talking about how i think we've gone and by we i mean the court of the court of public opinion has kind of gone a step too far and I think it started with the champagne gate thing. I didn't think yeah. that was that big of a deal. I think we're way too far now with this Britney stuff. Yeah. Jackson Mahomes is whatever, but again, he's so young too. I just think that now she has been completely villainized and yeah. it's gone off the rails. Like, so too. I think the Texas Tech thing was like, I don't know what was true and what was not true. You're right. The lip reading seems very accurate, but what people are failing to recognize context, we have no idea what context was. Absolutely. We don't know the context, but to me, what people are completely overlooking is like, even when he first says it, he's like, like in my mind, even the look on his face, I feel like he's joking. And he's like, babe, don't be doing that whole resting bitch face thing. We're courtside. Like that's how I read it. And I read it as a joke. Fair. But what, what throws me for the loop is her reaction to it. Because if he was truly joking, why was her face like that? Cause her face was instantly like hurt and kind of like, cause he like moved away too. And she looked like hurt and then was like, she was kind of like fucking embarrassed. And then she like went over to her friend and was like, well, this is what he just said, blah, blah, blah. Like, I guess I'll be like this the whole time. So like, I don't know. I feel like. I think that is the immediate reaction that people want. But in my mind, I could see it going like this. Like, hey, babe, like we're going through all this PR shit right now. Like, don't do your resting bitch face. We're courtside and her being like, I'm so tired of this. Like. And then her turning to her friend and being like, Patrick just said, I can't have a resting bitch face. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, no, totally. We, we I don't just think that it. everyone's villainizing her and not thinking of it in like, let's look at the bigger picture and that they probably have been sitting through hours of PR meetings dealing with this. And he's trying to make her feel better. And she's like, yeah, I, she's like, exactly. I can't even sit courtside without like, you know, 
you yeah, having like, to, like somebody telling me how to look and he's trying to make her feel better. She turns to her friend is, and is like probably trying to like get like confide in her friend. Like, like this is the shit I'm having to deal with right now. Like I, I can't even sit here with a, you know, yeah. certain face, not even meaning it in a bitchy way, but yeah. then the media films the whole thing. And immediately she's this bratty villain. Oh, see, and I guess like, well, one thing that I think I'm missing, has she been known for like having resting bitch face? Cause like, I've never heard that. I, I don't know, but that's to me, I don't think like, I, I, I can't say yay or nay. I've never heard of her having resting bitch face, but to me wow. that plays into it even more as Patrick just being like, we can't do anything right. Or you specifically can't do anything right. So yeah. to me, even the look on his face when he says it, it, I felt like he was joking and he was like, hey, babe, make sure you're not having a resting bitch face because we're courtside and yeah. her like turning to her friend kind of like, yeah, I can't even like have resting bitch face, da, 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 like joking. Yeah. And I then, don't know. you know, yeah. and then it turns into like her being a brat and like not listening to Patrick. So, you know, what's weird. And I'm probably the only person that took it this way, but I don't know. We're never going to know. Right. Cause we're never going to no, know. We're not Plus, Patrick Mahomes and Brittany come out and say, this is what fucking happened. Cause they're so sick of seeing it on TV. But I kind of took it as like, I mean, I realized that the media was trying to villainize her again. And for something that totally doesn't matter how many times do they video people on the sidelines and just video them. Yeah. Like sometimes it blows up, but like they're obviously very much in the spotlight right now. But I kind of felt like it was more of like a, ew, Patrick, ew, Patrick. I think the whole like, world thought that. I agree. Oh, I mean, to me, I was like, why is everybody villainizing her for this? Like, if he was just like, hey, don't have resting bitch face, I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be like, oh, oh, really? Like, I can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't. I I just was confused by the yeah. whole thing because I'm like. Well, I I guess you're right. I think what I'm saying is like, I think the whole world did think that she was like, really, Patrick? Like, why are you saying this? But everyone looks at Patrick as this voice of reasoning and her as the bratty like wife that he needs saving from. So, of course, she's getting the flack. Whereas I'm like, let's look at it from a different perspective of like, they're going through a lot as a couple right now, sitting through hours and hours of PR meetings. And he's probably just trying to like make her feel better because she's being completely villainized. So he makes a joke. She, she repeats the joke to her friend, like, fuck, like this is what our life is right now. And now she's being crucified again. Yeah, I know. I don't, her facial expressions to me don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily get that vibe, but I literally only watched it twice and was like, I don't care. Well, and again, I'm just trying to look at it from a different perspective because I think that it's so easy to watch that video and think everything that everyone is saying, like, yeah, she's being a bratty 20, whatever year old and is like mocking Patrick for asking her to do something. But do I really think that Patrick was like, hey, don't have resting bitch face for courtside? Like, did he seriously ask that? Because that, I'm with you. Like, if a guy said that to me, I'd be like, fuck you. And, but even so, because like, he could have very well said that, but in a way of like, 
they, like you said, have been sitting in meetings and having conversations about this shit over and over and over. And it was more of like a, like it could have been, again, this is why context is so important because yes. he could have absolutely said, don't have resting bitch face. And it could have been, t- it could be, we could name five different ways that could have been taken. Right. One of them could have been like, they've had a conversation of like, Hey, will you tell me when I'm acting like that? So I can stop. Like there have been situations where Haas and I, I am like, okay, I just think even tell the me when I do this because I don't know. And then he'll tell me. And then I get mad because I'm yeah. like, I knew I was acting like that. Right. And now you're telling me, cause I asked you to tell me, but I'm still mad about it. So it's just a million different things. It's just hilarious to me that he, Patrick himself has like this kind of grinny smirk on his face when he says it to me, that screams, I'm not serious right now, but no one's talking about that. Everyone's just focusing on her reaction. And I'm like, really? Like, I just think if you watch his face, I'm like, there's no way in that moment he's serious. I'm watching it right now. Oh. I don't well because I don't remember thinking that about his face because he looks super serious. I mean, her face is way more animated than his. That's yeah, like, of course, that's it unfortunate is unfortunate for her. Yeah, that would be me. I literally wear every emotion. All oh, time. same. Yeah, I um, do. Like, but yeah, I mean, again, all the time. I can see five different exactly. ways of, on both of them. So yeah, no, and I not- yeah, and I think we've beat this dead horse, but. It's just this conversation is exactly why I think we've now gone too far with the Brittany Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Let it die. And maybe it's will too. Like, I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's how the media works. We can't change it, but I think that she's being villainized for things that are ridiculous. Like I agree. There are actual people doing other like real things in this world in the sports universe that need to be actually villainized. Yes. Agreed. Like totally agree. Why are we like Patrick is getting off as this like scot-free perfect human. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, it's not fair. Yeah. I mean, it's evident train beer. Yeah. Um, Train not beer. It's evident. I train, uh, emergency train water, pink lemonade, flavor rainwater yeah well let's just end that because i agree with that and yeah. let's move on because yeah. no all good it just definitely was like of all the sports headlines this week that was a big one yeah which See by it. the way tech i mean tech texas that was a big big game like basketball wise because uh tech's coach went you know their basketball coach went to texas Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last, over the it's last year, so they've had they have a huge rivalry now, and yeah. Tech's like really fucking good this year. Nice, and um, they've won both of their games now against Texas, both one nice. at home and one at Texas. Nice. So cool. There's some sports. Little, little college basketball for you. Good job, Jess. Dipped my toe into the college basketball world very little but it's like that time of year so i know i have one more football nugget what is um, it see if you've heard of um that the nfl and the xfl are partnering i read that they are thinking of partnering in terms of like 
I read it more as like a sponsorship sort of situation, but again. Oh, when I read it just said that the XFL will test out new rules, equipment and officiating for the NFL. So which so was the, so my understanding was like, they're going to come to some sort of like partnership. The fuck? What is it? Tornado? I guess it's the train. What's happening? I'm scared. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe the train hit somebody. I don't know. Sounded like it had to come to a stop. Ooh. We'll see. We'll listen. It's, I don't know. I have no idea. It, it sounded weird. Like it had to stop, but okay. um, I'll, I'll keep y'all posted. Um, <laughs> hopefully it's not another fucking tornado, but um, the way I read it. And again, don't quote, don't come here for the facts, but they're in talks of a partnership or sponsorship type situation. However, the NFL will not budge on allowing the XFL to have certain, what did it say? It was like, we'll maybe allow for rule overlap, but not player overlap or something like that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I want to say that was like a big part of it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. It like, maybe that means they'll actually start like trying out all of our like overtime rules and officiating like to see what works, what doesn't work. I mean, that would be the dream in my mind. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think for me, my biggest thing is like, I think this sounds bad when I say it, but I just think the XFL is not doing themselves justice by trying to be some sort of player development league. I don't, I, I think that the XFL should look at themselves as more of an afterthought or a different avenue for players who don't make the NFL. Mm-hmm. And to me, from a business standpoint, and again, I don't claim to be smart. I don't know. This is just my opinion. The XFL is doing itself no justice by trying to compete or be anything like the NFL. They are going to make money by trying to be completely different than the NFL. And by different, they need to embrace the things that the NFL doesn't. That would that would be that would be attractive to the fan like you and me. So for instance, trick plays. For yeah. instance, get innovative. Like if your quarterback kicks the field, kicks the field goal from the 50 yard line and makes it it's worth 20 points but if you're like get creative and make it fun which i think and again when i say that i think the problem is then people look at it as like a joke or not serious or like maybe like a harlem globetrotters like situation yeah, like Nickelodeon Super Bowl versus regular Super Bowl. Exactly. So I don't I don't want it to like come off that way, but to me that would be the beauty of the XFL is like I want to go watch these guys do crazy fucking shit that's yeah. not allowed to happen in the NFL. Yeah. Fair. Like that's where I think the niche is for the XFL to like be 
different. Not just like a junior NFL. It'll be profitable. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess that's what the partnership is supposed to explore. But in my mind, it's like all that is then it just becomes like a farm league, you know. I don't know. And that's so hard to do with with like football because you only have so many years. Yeah. And so many people will get hurt. And yeah, I don't know. No, we'll see. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think there's more to be gained from the XFL doing outrageous things. And I mean, obviously keeping safety in mind, but, but like allow for a quarterback to throw a forward pass and then allow for like another forward pass or something. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like get creative with certain rules and things like that. We, makes, I, I want to say we've briefly talked about this before, but maybe not. Well, I just like specifically, I couldn't tell you, like, I don't know. And yeah. maybe we could have, but I forget more than I yeah. remember. But, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense. I don't think it would make, I don't think I would like just like another NFL it's like the exact same. Right? And I think that's my point is like, I don't see how they're going to be profitable by being, by being the NFL, like they're, they need to be different. So yeah. how can they become different? And to me, that's where that like rowdy fan base. And I guess the XFL, that's kind of how they started and they haven't really taken off. But I don't mean rowdy and dangerous. I mean, like, interesting and alluring and fun. Like, well, and like, I think taunting 100% should be a thing. Right. Yes, that. exactly. So Allow great. that shit that yeah. people miss of the NFL that the NFL has taken away. Yeah. The stuff that matters, not the like, like targeting and whatever. Yeah, I think definitely right. not be a thing anymore. But no. yeah. Obviously, I don't want these people out there like dying. Yeah, but I, no, I agree. This I just I don't think it's personally. I don't think it's of much interest to the NFL or to the XFL to just be the NFL. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, but but it's hard to compete with the NFL at all. Yeah, which exactly. is why you should not. But you kind of already have to. Yeah. So. But anyway, um. You know, I think it's probably worth noting that, like, obviously, like we kind of said at the beginning of the pod, we're getting out of the football season now. So we're getting into like off season. I definitely want to talk about hockey because that's like my second love. What gets very difficult at this time is gambling because gambling is so different in every other sports season than, than the NFL. Yeah, we can t- we can talk about things, discuss predictions and picks. You can't really do that with the other sports because they play three times a week minimum. Yeah. So it's like if I give you picks today, by the time this podcast comes out, those picks are three days old. So, yeah. um, but I think we can have more general conversations about gambling, getting back to like the questions and the root of learning aspect of gambling parlays for like weekend games or something we could focus on. <coughs> um, but I think this is our time to take our podcast and 
you know, do what we want with it. And like, yeah. we can have more bits. We can have more like fun dice. Let's the XFL. <laughs> sure. Um, we yeah. can have more like specific conversations about like top 10 lists and yeah, whatever, like things like that. Like, would we rather, and like, you know, we can have maybe guests on, I think last off season we it was just like our first off season and we didn't even know huh still trying to figure it out well yeah it was our like we started in the nfl so last off season we didn't really know if we were going to be able to keep the pod going in the off season even and we did and i think we like talked about interesting things but i think like what we could try to do is be a little more poignant with I don't know what I just said <laughs> pointed with our conversations and like, we can have fun things. We can have guests maybe yeah. like, kind of whatever we want to do. Yeah. Agreed. So I just want, you know, to kind of give that preview in that those are the conversations you and I are having stick with us. It's been like a rough couple of weeks. We're getting through my sickness her shit, you know, whatever. So thank you for being here. We appreciate it more than, you know, and stay tuned for what we have in store. We'll wrap this up. Um, somehow. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So more to come stay with us. We're not going anywhere in the off season. Um, also like find us on, on social media, find us on the streets, find us on our (laughs) cell phones and let us know like what would you like to talk about or listen to us talk about like if you have ideas send them to us or fucking come on the pod and talk with us yeah we are more than welcome to have you yeah we challenge you to that yes yes um so hit us up at women camp parlay would love a rating would love a five-star review any last words rainy nope Yeah, well, obviously my voice is like, you're done. So we got to get out of here before I lose my voice again. Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.